I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Hey, bro, what's the Connected Experience? The Connected Experience where we take two people from the same walk of life that went down different paths. We connect them with each other in hopes to do business. But right now, we got some special guests in the building who actually podcasters along out in L.A., out in California. I ain't going to say L.A. I know California bigger than L.A. But when we introduce them and let them introduce themselves, they can tell you more about where exactly where they from. So what's your book pick of the week, bro? I ain't got a book pick of the week of the episode. This episode, I got something you need to know. The something you need to know is about Ruthless Records, which is an American record label founded by Easy e and Jerry Heller. The record label was founded in Captain, California in 1986. The label had acts over the years that earned gold and platinum sales, such as N.W.A., Easy. EMC Ren and DOC Michelle A JJ Fat and Bone Thugs and Harmony straight yeah, up out Mid of Cleveland you know that's that Midwest up in there so what we gonna do today is we um we I got a pod, we got a podcast on here that I listen to. I listened to a couple episodes of it and I was feeling them, man. Like I was really fucking with it. So I said, dog, oh, yeah. next time we go to California and we record, we're going to get them on here. Now it's actually three of them, but only two of them can make it. And the, uh, the podcast is an honest conversation about hip hop. But these dudes got a lot more going on. They got a magazine, they artists, they self. So we're going to get into all that. So right now, I'm going to introduce the two guys from uh, an honest conversation about hip hop, Skim Capone and King OG. Y'all introduce yourself. Tell Tell everybody what y'all got going on and we gonna get social media out at the end of the show so you know what I'm saying so we got an honest conversation about hip hop in the house and we gonna do something different since we on the west coast so this is the connected experience meets the honest conversation about hip hop there we go there we go it's your boy Sam Capone the greatest rapper never known aka Obari Cooper the baby mama scooper <laughs> co-host of an honest conversation about hip hop artists extraordinaire and uh just, just working these links, man. Just always a pleasure to be on the show. It's a pleasure to meet you too, bro. Like yeah, for real. Like, I, like I said, that, I listen yeah. to the show. So who's missing before King OG introduced himself? Who's missing? Because that's who I have my contact with. That's who I've been uh, engaging with. Head. Yeah, that's that's big, bro. Right. there. We missing the host, yeah, hip hop old head, the host and moderator. Oh, so y'all uh, like uh, co-host? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, um, Basically, he's a, the a founder of the show, and we just come in and support our bro. Yeah, on yeah. That. <laughs> he just let us speak our mind and get out of pocket and everything <laughs> right, like right. that. Because it'd be, it'd be yeah. some honest conversations, yeah. though, like oh, real yeah. talk. Uh, so how did the show come about? Like, what made y'all uh, come up with the concept of the show? How long the show been going on? Give us a background of the show. Um, Really, the show came about by us just growing up together. We always had these big debates about everything in a big circle, like a uh, brotherly setting, and it kind of steamrolled from like maybe since the way we deal with each other, with no bias and no biting of the tongue, it's kind of like this would be some some good material for entertainment for, for, yeah. for the rest of the world to be able to to hear what the way we go in. So you said growing up. So where did y'all actually grow up? Because I know earlier I said L.A., but I know how. California big and everybody not from LA despite what people may think well we all kind of started off at different places I originally I'm from Compton okay my boy he he um he's originally what Par no. like Paramount Paramount area, Long Beach Long Beach area, area. okay so could y'all explain the difference in Compton and the Paramount Long Beach area because you know people might not know if they not from the area like we not from the area mm -hmm. so could you explain the difference just to us <laughs> uh, it's all neighbor, neighboring cities neighboring pretty cities much like, yeah. uh, so it's it's right next door you know you, you hear Compton and Long Beach and you think that they're miles and miles apart but it's actually neighboring cities I mean yeah, you, okay. you, you cross the street light and, and you out of Compton and you in Long Beach okay. literally okay. they're all 10 to half an hour away from each other but they all in Los Angeles County okay okay 
okay. the city of Los Angeles. Yeah, that's, so that's yeah, and, and that's what people should understand too. So it's like that where we from. We from Exford, Michigan. That's in Wayne County. We 20 minutes from Detroit, but it's also a city called Wayne, Michigan. Mm-hmm. That's also in the county. So just to give a, a kind of relative, we mm-hmm. we definitely get that because some people just think L.A., Hollywood, <laughs> this and that. Yeah, we then, wasn't in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Because Hollywood is actually a long way from Compton, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's about. I would say about half an hour. And with that LA traffic, was yeah, that yeah, uh, hour, yeah, yeah. hour, yeah. hour yeah. about fifty-five to on a Friday hour. or Saturday, two yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know. that traffic, the crazy yeah. motherfucker. Y'all boys been in Atlanta before, man. That Atlanta oh, yeah, traffic, Atlanta. Yeah, I've yeah, never been there. worse than this, though. It's definitely not worse than this. But it's catching up because everybody getting out there. Yeah, New York City takes the cake. Yeah, because y'all recently was in New York. What was y'all doing when y'all was out there? Uh, basically doing a promo run, like we did a. A podcast, a radio show out there, features as far as doing the music and uh, just networking and and bumping heads with uh, other cats that's in the same lanes. The things that we do. Okay, so let, let's okay. talk about the music. Who who blessing the mic? Who uh who doing anything on the mic? I I know, but let the people know. Like you said, y'all doing the music. So yeah. tell us what's going on with the music. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty one dimensional and and I do my thing <laughs> on the mic. All I, all I do is look pretty and spit bars. So that's that's <laughs> that's pretty much where I'm at. So. So I gotta ride the superstar, get on my Whitney Houston for a little bit without the drug, uh, without the drug problem and shit. But uh, <laughs> there's well, no I music without the drug problem. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so what you working on as far as music, bro? Ah uh, man, uh, right now, man, I'm working on everything. What what I wanted to do is I've I've got a few uh, producers in pocket, and what I wanted to do is not not just tracks. I wanted to do projects with each producer. So okay, I got about yeah, four yeah. projects with four different producers, and still on the line with a few other producers. Is trying to bang that all out So we got the single That I'm working on With this man And collectively We work together As Park Boys And we are Dropping the single Low Rider Getting that ready For this summer right, And right, then we right. got uh, Solo singles And then uh, a, group, a group project Coming out as well So we over here Working I, I figured 2018 uh, I'm not Stepping off the gas One bit yeah. And so, so, and I also noticed. Tell us about the magazine. What's going on with the magazine? Oh, the Overtime Hustling magazine. Uh, how long do you think it's been going now for? About mm, these four years, three, three four years. Three, working on the fourth year. I think we about. Uh, what is it? What episode? What, what volume is this? Is it episode? Yeah, we working, man. Yeah, right, yeah, and I, I am Mexican yeah. for, uh, for, for for all the fact finders and everything. So you know, it, that's how we got to do it. But yeah. no, I think with the magazine, we what is it? Issue? Uh, I think fifteen just came out right now. Yeah. So I think we on sixteen. 15 working on the fourth year. You know, we work uh, coast to coast in hand with a twenty one k in New York, and basically we the uh, the uh, West Coast division of overtime hustling and we just um, network and bounce it back and forth coast to coast from down south to the east you know just trying to mix it up how did that come about how did the magazine come about because you say y'all working uh, y'all the west coast division or something that they got going out east so I see y'all kind of got some pull in the east so how did the magazine come about with somebody on the east Um, really it all came about by us being connected with overtime hustling through um, um, mixtape feature because the um, the CEO of the magazine also did mixtapes, so we did a lot of mixtape series it's with him, at least about 14, 15 of them. Yeah. Know? And some of them actually caught traction and got got trophies on that piff and things like that. That's, that's, that's dope. dope. That's so dope. Um, we basically built a relationship off of just networking through that, and it just... 
turned into what it is now. And we've been rocking for almost five years now, basically going back and forth. So, uh, have you, y'all dropped an actual project? When I say that, I mean like not a mixtape, like an album or EP? Yeah. Actually, um, we both dropped, um, wow, a couple of projects. But, okay. Um, um, yeah. I think he dropped the more official. Mine was more nah, kind of, kind of I more got of I got an EP, album. Summer of Sarm, that's out in all digital networks and everything else. Mm-hmm. I I dropped a lot of free stuff too, so a yeah. lot of that yeah. piff audio back, just trying to get yeah. the name out there. And, hey, bro, and that work. piff. Well, what's up with that piff? I don't know. I don't even know. We, we, we don't even run with it. Like it's, yeah. it's audio mac. You know what I mean? Audio mac is less hassle. You ain't got to yeah. worry. They not as uh, stringent on the uh, sample clearances and th- yeah. things that like piff, that. Man, we so. used to own some stock in that piff, but like it well, never it moved. never moved. That shit it never, never budged. We had it for some years. You know what I mean? It just it never budged. The parent company. See, it's a parent company that that piff. That really don't fuck with music, like the, the music <laughs> site. I mean, the music part of that parent company is like the very low. They do some uh, other app shit. All the other shit was taken off, man. Yeah, it just that didn't piff, move. It it no it's cool though. That's yeah. a lo- uh, learning experience because we was trying to figure out like uh, why I don't budge when it, like a lot of people at one point was doing such great things with that. And this ain't the yeah, bad situation. It's just from yeah, an investment standpoint. They get the traffic, and I'm like, why the why the stock not? It was going good, but I know it didn't budge. Like it stayed the same for like. Three years trying to get rid of that it. That was kind of like well, the, maybe they the with they advertising the things of that nature because they was getting traffic. Yeah, the traffic. What, what was, the hell what they was doing with it? We don't yeah, know. That's, that's what it is. That's where they dropped the ball. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, because they definitely had the ball in their court. But uh, so since we got an honest conversation about hip hop here, we on the West Coast. Uh, what y'all needed to know about was Ruthless Records. We about to have an honest conversation about the legacy of. Ruthless Records and NWA and we just go go through the family, family tree. tree. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I got a few names that I'm gonna throw out there now. Me personally, mm-hmm. none of this would be possible. Not one bit of it if it wasn't for Alonzo Williams. Now a lot of people might not know who Lonzo Williams Lonzo. is. Y'all know who Lonzo yeah, is. I, I know yeah. y'all know. Yeah, especially being from Compton. Especially being yeah, yeah, yeah. Is. So we uh we I read Lonzo book, you know what I'm saying? He be he's pretty credible because he tell the same story over and over. It ain't never no extra on it. So <laughs> to me, the N.W.A., the Ruthless Records, not without Alonzo. That's actually the title of his book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's been <laughs> wow. your book pick before. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, No, it hasn't been the book pick. It's oh. going to be the book pick oh, yeah, because okay. we got some okay. stuff right. that we did with Lonzo once upon a time. But So I'm going to throw Lonzo Williams out there as the as the, as the, the father, nucleus. The, yeah, the nucleus of the Ruthless of the family N.W.A. Tree. family tree. Mm-hmm. And we go go from there. So out of Lonzo comes, obviously, Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre, DJ Yeller, and then out of all of that, comes Ice Cube so let's start with uh, Dr. Dre probably the strongest branch on the tree mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying probably you, the strongest well currently the strongest branch but at one point I would have to say that Easy e was the strongest branch on the tree because he had to see something else in Dre to say let's do this new type of music so Dre being the strongest branch now in music if we talking music because everybody pretty strong because Ice Cube on that Tree no, 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 too. I'm saying, but music wise, music yeah, wise, right? I, yeah, yeah. But so I you would, would say easy. I would say easy because if Dr. Dre didn't have Easy E, it wouldn't be the Dr. Dre that, that we know he was today. nurturing. Yeah, but that's tree, still my nigga, right the tree started off different. Right, so that part of the tree got to nurture the tree. Like, is the tree growing? Right, it's a strong ass branch, and then it's branches that's on no, the strong branch. Tree start with roots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But branches. I'm saying we talking branches. We talking <laughs> branches. See, you know we talking saying? branches though. See, yeah. So, I, but I just, I just think it's Dre. I, I think just, it's I easy. just think it's Dre. I think yeah. Dre to Dre still today. His name is involved in music. Like, 
Easy E his his group his last group still strong and yeah. active. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't get a chance. We don't know what he could have did, who he could have found, what Ruthless Records could have been. But at the same time, like and, and it's it's kind of hard to clarify the tree because honestly, yeah, with, without true. each piece, right, without right. each piece, the, the tree ain't growing. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, yeah. just because it's the seed doesn't mean you have the soil. And with the soil, you still need the sun. You and know what I mean? Like I the water and all the nutrients and everything yeah. else. And it's it's kind of hard because you can say Lonzo started it, but if they stay with Lonzo and don't link with Easy. They, well, are we talking well, about it? Well, well, not necessarily started. He as, as, as um, ruthless because mm-hmm. really. It's easy. Was what he's going on is the NWA slash oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, when I was doing, like, when I was writing down everybody's name mm-hmm. or who I want, you know what I'm saying, names I was going to throw out there, you couldn't throw none of them out there without, without NWA. NWA. So, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like, Ruthless Records is just, is what? The foundation. The foundation. Yeah. Like, NWA, Ruthless Records, that's so. But they still got an imprint on the game today, and that's so crazy because that was 86. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, still to this day, like, even with Kendrick Lamar, they say Dre behind that somehow. You know what I'm saying? Dre oh, yes. got his hand. No, but you know what I'm saying. That, yeah. That's a long. That's a long span. So, what are y'all thoughts on like the Ruthless Records? Because how I, was y'all old enough to live it? Like I was. I was born in '82. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was so, born in '82 too. Okay, but you were still in Compton. So, mm-hmm. like, how was that coming up in, in, in Compton around the, the root? Because as a kid with the Ruthless Records shit popping, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, did you notice something different was going on? Like. Basically, the the music was like the uh, the soundtrack to the streets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what made it so so powerful and so real because the things they were talking about is the same thing that you see when you walk out your door every you know, day. You, yeah, everyday life. So it wasn't like uh, the content of what they were putting out was like far fetched. It's what what we've seen. So it, it felt like. Uh, we had we had something to attach on to because it was a part of our everyday lifestyle. So okay. it, it's like we adapted to it right off top. Right. Yeah. And they give you the sense of, you know, I mean, little uh, pride, you know what I mean? Because back then, you know, nobody was rapping for the cities. You know what I mean? Right, Hip-hop, right. Took, Hip-hop it, took it to East that. And, and that's right. like stronghold on hip-hop. Actually, uh, you said you was Mexican, right? They mm-hmm. had, who did they have? They had a, was it, uh, uh, Ruthless had signed somebody that was Mexican. Well, who was it? Uh, Brown, Brown, it was a group. It was Brownside. Brown yeah, Brown. yeah, Easy, Easy, and, and you yeah, know, Easy that's, signed them, yeah. yeah. Like, Easy was a big part of that. And I, that's why I got love, a lot of love for Easy because he opened yeah. the door for us. And that was back then. And we shit, we still getting the door closed on us yeah. in 2018. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I know uh, in Texas, like uh, independently, like uh, Mexican rappers do really well. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was because everybody coexists over yeah. out, out west, man. It's, it's it's crazy because of the politics, uh, you know, the streets and then the prisons and everything yeah, that's like that. And that's, we we open. You go up, you go up to Northern California. It's not like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got you got your hoods, you got your pockets and stuff like that. Yeah. But out here, out here, you. you you got that mentality in prison, but you live that shit out here. You right. know what I mean? It, it carry over to the streets. So, so that's, now I always looked at it like this because I'm from the outside looking in, right? I just always wonder like why the blacks and the browns just don't click up because that'll make us the strongest force. I mean, there's pockets of it. Like, of course, y'all black and brown and y'all cool, but mm-hmm. like, I don't understand why people don't understand if blacks and browns came together, like we unstoppable. That's in any mm-hmm. facet of life. But somewhere, some how it's a divide and then it'll be like it might be like one Latino or Mexican who grew up with black people
people, but then it's a reverse because it's one black guy who grew up. Where, yeah, so it's like, why? Why is it such a divide on the West Coast? Is it mainly because of gangs? No, it, it comes from a higher source than that. It's, yeah, it's the uh, it's the mafia touch to to the um, to the Mexican culture. Okay, they have a higher power that they have to abide by, or they basically get x out from yeah. under the family tree so yeah. so it's like basically what they exist. say go they, a gang can't yeah. exist yeah, without nah, the support of so they still the got cartels. the gang structure type of thing oh they got it's, that it's shit on yeah. yeah it's, it's what, whatever you do on the streets it, it all goes and factors <laughs> into what happens <laughs> yeah. inside prisons and yeah. it's it, with the unity and things of that nature like y'all y'all see the vision and that's they kind of lock that vision with that unity is just kind of just as as mexican people and that's you know what i mean that's it right. they, they function with everybody Else, but it's but about it's this. just it's just about protected and, and everything is, yeah. is is focused around Mexican. Like yeah. to me, it, it is what it is. But I mean, I'm, I'm with y'all. We we can we yeah. can accomplish so much more yeah. if we work together. I mean, it, it'd be a whole different. It, it's ballgame. really not an issue like that until okay. until it comes to uh, like drug territory and stuff oh, like okay. that. That's okay. bigger because everybody that grew up black in the inner city in in Los Angeles area, you're gonna grow up around. Mexican people on your block. Yeah. You gonna have where I grew up I had white neighbors on both sides in the middle of Compton growing up in Compton from day one. That's all I can remember. So it always gonna be uh it's gonna be like a mix of, of the cultures, but yeah. I think that the uh the higher power comes from from the uh, basically drugs, you yeah. know, drugs run the streets nationwide. Yeah, so, yeah, that ain't no so that, that no, no dispute. That drugs yeah. and money, yeah, yeah. 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 economics, it's all yeah. economics. But then, yeah. then with the Latins, they got a different kind of protocol to their to their street stuff with the gang. So they got our rules ain't the same as they rule. Bro. Right, right. So it's a it's a total different ball game. They can say say if he was banging and we go to jail, like y'all they best can call buds. a shot. They yeah. can call a shot, and me and him have to just. Nah, it ain't no calling the shot. It, it's, it's automatic. It's yeah, like, man, yeah. it's, no, it's no. like you can't mess. You yeah. can't I can't come up mess to him with nobody. Like this nothing. No matter how deep y'all was in the streets, yeah. Both getting disciplined. Yeah. In the street, like, it's a little different. Streets but it, is different. You, you know what I mean? You, it, over there, you, you get punished and shit like that. Man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's thick, the army. bro. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's worse than the army. So, so how do how do y'all make that mesh in the music? With y'all music by you being a Latin, I mean, excuse me, being a Mexican and you being black. Like, how do y'all mesh the music together so well and display like the unity that even though we know never will exist should exist yeah, because we we know the truth yeah. you know what I mean that we exist this this shit ain't nothing new yeah. you know what I mean and, and before the world got fucked up with with, with our friends coming over from uh, <laughs> European continents and shit yeah. you know and, and basically changed the story and revised everything that they come from us yeah. you know what I mean that's that's what We're we run with we trying to get yeah. we trying to get back to get that. back to where that magic was I mean yeah. shit we us we created the greatest civilizations known to man period yeah. and, and got shit that's unexplained to this day that they can't figure out yeah. and we trying to bring it back to us bring that back to the kids bring that yeah. back to our brothers sisters everybody and you know it puts that unity and, and understand the importance just because they think we criminals and they want to you know Portray us in a in a specific aspect. Yeah, that's that's not the truth. We are so much more and way beyond that. So we we overlooked that a long long time ago, and, and we've been brothers since shit we first met. And, yeah. and it's always going to stay like yeah. that. Yeah. So let's get back to uh, this ruthless uh, NWA family tree. Where do y'all think above the law is on the tree? Uh, 
Above the Law is it, they like part of the backbone other than uh, other than Easy and uh, and, and uh, it's kind of cold because PG Above Knockout. the Law is is like the unsung heroes yeah, man yeah, because yeah, they yeah, brought yeah. G Funk you know what I'm saying like right. they, 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 they don't they ever get no credit but they brought G Funk with the G Funk I'm gonna keep it real no way before they originators they you know Drayden made it popular but but Cocaine and you know the rest of them cats they was doing that before before it even popped off with the whole Dog Pound and all the Death Row legacy and all that so. You know, they kind of, they get overshadowed because Ruthless wasn't as big as Death Row in his prime. Yeah. And all the extra additives they brought with the Snoops and Rages and yeah. all that. And then they had more money, too. I yeah. wouldn't say they the roots. I would say they probably the trunk. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. like in reality, say, because... Yeah, they, they the spine and, 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 um, and Easy's the back, but like Easy's the head. They the spine, you know? Yeah. Above the law, gangsta Drace to BG knockout, they all Cocaine, pieces in that spine yeah. and build it up. And Easy's basically the head. Yeah, and what I noticed though a lot about a lot of uh, the West Coast uh, that was coming from the uh, the NWA, Ruthless Family Tree. When Ruthless seemed to be over, a lot of them migrated over to Death Row. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because like. I never realized that that was cocaine or oh, that easy eat <laughs> that it's the end of the world yeah. so when I go back yeah. and listen I'm like yo cocaine been popping for so long or like like Big Hutch was doing all them records for them and then yeah. so I, I, I like that how they they still let each other get money with each other you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying because it was a neighborhood thing like mm-hmm. hey I still fuck with you bro like this shit is over but what y'all think the best record that, to ever come out like single individual record to single. ever come out on Ruthless Records Ruthless Records what would you say was it was the best single not not project, not, not, not project. Just, just a single if you had to name pick one one song from Ruthless Records that you would say was the best one what, what, like like our favorite or mm-hmm. most successful Fa- not, no, favorite favorite let's go with favorite yeah but did it have to come out as a single it didn't have to come out okay, as a you single you said it's so a one single song one single song okay Ooh, that's a tough yeah, one. Yeah, that's I would it. It was so much good music, man. Like, but it's got to be that one that stick out. Like, if it, I got it, a Ruthless okay, playlist. Okay, when you hear Ruthless Records, the song that pop in your mind first. Uh, to tell you the truth, it like it, it it's like kind of it's kind of weird because I some of them I like because of the beats right off top, and some of them. I All right, like well, give me other. three. Give me three. Uh, yeah. I like when I think of Ruthless, I think of. Of real Compton City G. That's I, that's number one. I think to be. of I think of hundred miles and running. You know what I mean? Like uh, well, uh, Dre Day. Those three records come right off the top of my head. I, yeah, I, I would say uh, definitely real Compton City G's, Dre Day, of course, and fuck the police or boys in the hood. Fuck the police and boys in the, boys hood. In the hood. That that's yeah, a that's yeah, a, right. I'm, I'm gonna go last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all you big dog. To, to me, my favorite, my favorite, and, it, and it's probably just because because <laughs> motherfucker seen it firsthand. But it's dope, man. Yeah, dope, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope, man. Just because a motherfucker so lit that shit it's in, so you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's guys, to me, that was just relatable, man. Because it's just man, man, all your family and shit going through it, and right. you know what I mean? Just like. Man, that shit like them motherfuckers hit your house and wrote a book. You that know what I mean? Beginning the zombie land mm. in the late eighties, yeah. early nineties. Yeah. So yeah. that's when when the first so that's smokers, my dope heads, yeah. crackheads, yeah. whatever you want to call yeah. it, where you from? That's when the street walkers really <laughs> came out. <laughs> right. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So that was a real real life situation going on. You can see them walking down the street like so I'm about to fall down. Like damn, man, bro. Like, I don't know what. You already said it. Like, yeah. I'm, I was mine is my bad. I mean to cut you off. I had to think, but I know you about to hit it with. No, I'm just gonna go with one. Mine is for the love of money. 
You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like yeah. when I think of see, I like when I think of ruthless Bone. records, I think of NWA Bone, yeah. and all of that. But when mm. I think of ruthless records, I think of Bone, and this is why, right? Because especially at that time, that was unheard of, and still easy meshed so well mm. with them. It, that shit sounded like phenomenal when you got to bring in that type of. And if you look today, that's still what's going on. Like if you put yeah, the melodies yeah. with it, like nobody was really putting those type of melodies with it. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Snoop was doing a little. I'm not saying you know what I'm saying, Freestyle but those melodies, melodies that they was coming with, yeah. like that was unheard of, and we still can recognize. You know that what though, Bone, Bone is definitely the strongest group on Rufus Records ever. Yeah, like, nobody, I believe that. Yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah. Like I, if somebody said that, like I can't argue Bone, with Bone that. Bone bigger than NWA, and then in the, music, NWA yeah, spent <laughs> off and had some phenomenal <laughs> success. Mm-hmm. Nine music because you got Cube with the movies. Now you got Dre with stuff music related, like headphones, but yeah, that's yeah. not music. You know what I'm saying? So they got. They got strong ties with that, but as far as a group is concerned, like Bone, one of the best groups ever to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's never gonna be a better group with five members, five spot on members than Bone because we'll they all, clan. but they got nine members. Pick a five member group that's yeah. better than Bone. You can't do it. First of all, it's not too many five member groups. <laughs> nah, right, that's like a fucking singer <laughs> group back really, in the day. That's really, like really the Temptations thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna sing no the Temptations. You, uh, got, yeah. you got duos and little crews, but it, it ain't really no no uh, group. I'm yeah. saying who a group, right? Because right, who a group besides the Migos? Like I'm saying with more than two, with more, more than, than two, two rappers. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I just can't really think of nobody but the Migos. Because, well, not even them, because they a duo. Like, and for a long time, duos was popping, but it's like now no groups popping. No and that's no disrespect yeah. if it is a group. Mm-hmm. I just can't think of the off top. They besides, young. They yeah. young. You know, they just starting off like uh, like uh, Flatbush Zombies yeah. and ASAP Miles and yeah. stuff. But like see, though, to me, those are more collectives than groups because they get they are, known. They, they, all they do more. is use the name to introduce you but to they're the, their own entity. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's more like a collective. Yeah. Like, that, the Migos is strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, we a group. We mm-hmm. three. If a nigga fight one of us, he's fighting three. Oh, you see, yeah. you see right, what I'm saying? One of the ASAP niggas might be in London. The other one might, they don't even know the nigga fighting because they in LA. Okay, so this is this one I want to know, like, how y'all feel. Where did MC Ren kiss my black ass how did that rate with y'all as far as a ruthless release oh man Ren, Ren is another one underrated yeah I think underrated. Ren the most slept on like one oh, of the yeah. most slept on I mean, he, he, he started that trend of being slept on I, I don't think that's fair to say because he DLC, write for others yeah he write for other yeah, people yeah that's what I'm saying because he was an important piece of the puzzle without DLC NWA wouldn't have had the same impact as it did it did to because you know he didn't he didn't really start doing his solo shit until after they broke up N.W.A. But right. some of those... Well, no, no, it was kind of... You got to think, so you got to think that, about that was, this, right? That was right after... Uh, that was so after Cube, Cube left already. But though. that shit was that done. Al- that album dropped when, uh, right after Cube left? Yeah. After. Yeah, well, see, that was... Uh, but you got to peep this too, though, right? This is why I don't think D.O.C. underrated. Because wherever you see Dre, D.O.C. there. No matter who Dre with, D.O.C. with Dre. So that lets you know, like, that pen still somewhere in there. No, but I, I, I feel you. But everybody nationwide know all the NWA members by face. Yeah. And if you DLC can walk by right now and, and everybody wouldn't even notice who he is. He had to be like, I'm DLC. We even you know what Yellow looked like. Yeah. And he yeah. was a DJ. You know yeah. what I mean? Shit, they know what Lonzo looked like. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think, do you think that's because he wasn't like a member of NWA? Like, technically, he's not a member of NWA. But technically, he was. I don't think he was. I don't think he was. 
outgoing. I think his personality cheated him out of his. his and then um, he was from uh, Dallas, Dallas, yeah, so from it, Texas. It, yeah, 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 so it wasn't like so, yeah. the fresh. Cool yeah, with, you know, yeah. he he was an important piece, but it didn't definitely fit in the middle of what yeah. Easy then was doing. You know what I mean? But but he kind of guided him. In, in, in I, I guess he he was like the big brother because he was showing these cats how to structure yeah. without him yeah. structure uh, be the same tracks yeah. and uh, you know bar sixteens. And, and that's what I was saying though. Like to me, I've never heard him say like I was in NWA. To me, he always stood firm. Like he I'm the DOC, in NWA, right. but I'm with Ruthless, yeah, and NWA yeah. is with Ruthless. Hey, some cats are head strong like that yeah. too. And so his his his, his his what he rapped about was so different from what NWA rapped about too. Like he made it a conscious effort not to rap like NWA because he was pinning that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and that that's something. So that's like that's the, that's letting you know his pen game strong, right? Because because yeah. I can write you a rap about LA, and I'm from Dallas. Mm-hmm. You, you feel what I'm well, saying? The lifestyles are, are well, the no, same. He's so yeah, about yeah. this. That that Texas and California connection is, is that's strong. strong as hell. Yeah, because most people that's from California, mm-hmm. from Louisiana and Arkansas, Texas, and Texas, Texas yeah. right. Right. and then that's like with Detroit and uh, most Chicago. people from Alabama most or from uh, Georgia, Alabama, and Tennessee, yeah, and just yeah, came yeah. up. Yeah, like y'all showing bone love, yeah. Ohio. You know what I mean? Like yeah, for sure. Other, other than football, yeah. Then, yeah. You know, everything else is all good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, this this is real, and this can't be disputed. You know what I'm saying? No matter where we stand at when it comes. The rap mm-hmm. Midwest artists always sell the most records. Mm-hmm. Eminem, Bone, Nelly, those people have sold the most records in rap history. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, all of them people went diamond before, I believe. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Bone did they have one project that yeah, went that, diamond? That, that 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 the, the actual album. The actual oh, you see what I'm saying? So they amazing. always, but you gotta still show the love to the West Coast for Bone because they were Bone before that. But when Easy got with them, so them going diamond is a win for the Midwest and the West Coast. But yeah, the same, same way Eminem. With Eminem. Yeah. Him going diamond It's a win for Dre West Coast Still on yeah. the family tree It's a win for the Midwest But then Even now 52 50 Right 50 that, cent that And 10. that's still Dre You know what I'm saying So when you think about it Like That That family tree right there Like it's Runs hip hop Yeah it ain't, It's never gonna be yeah. nothing it, it Bigger runs than that, that You like, know what I'm saying Like mm-hmm. it's, it's no one people And nucleus That you can say Damn So many powerful people came from that you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. some people go on move lead a label start something else and it, it, it never work out mm-hmm. can't sell two records can't get two away your mama ain't even buy one yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. but think about that Dre Fine Eminem Eminem come across uh, 50 Cent 50 Cent have a run so strong that at one point he could have sold a blank disc just a CD yeah. case you know what I'm saying yeah. so then that branch off and then he got people that still bubbling and then at one point people just don't want to see him win no more he so it's like so what, can, what else can yeah. we you do you know what happens once you get so hot Nobody want to you know see you win no more. You gonna get so hot till you get cold. Yeah, you that's know what exactly I'm what happened. Don't he was so scorching for so long that it's man. just like it ain't even about the music. People just don't want to see you no more. They right don't now. even want to see Your you. face. Yeah, they don't want to see. He was in movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just fifty, 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 like all over the place. So that that like it kind of. He oversaturated, but he did what he had to do. Yeah, and that's just crazy how the family tree is still, like, that strong. Like, when you think about... I think that'd be the problem sometimes with, with what be going on in the East Coast because when they sit... Like, the real people, the real power players, when they sit back and watch, like, the West Coast just can... that. 
Ruthless Records is what still got music going to this day. Mm-hmm. To this day, everybody loved Kendrick Lamar. That's a, that that's a, that's off the Ruthless Records tree. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And people probably don't like the general public don't get it. They probably wouldn't understand why we having this conversation. Mm-hmm. But it's just to open everybody's eyes. Like at the end of the day, that's what it was. Like even when they broke apart, like everything Dr. Dre has been a part of has changed music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's from. Being with Lonzo Williams, then going to NWA, then branching off going to Death Row. Who the fuck thought it would get bigger than Death Row Records? Like, be honest, like that. Was, like, like I think I think Death Row is like the the biggest failure in the music industry ever. What? Uh, yeah. You know why? No, nah, 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 man. The way that they beat, they had the new era Motown over there with all the artists they had. You think about it: Tupac, Rage, Dog Pound. Dr. Dre, DJ Quick on the side. You, you know, they, they had like a all-star roster for that to turn into what it is now. But see, I, I don't... Where, I mean, Suge, where he at right now at this day and point. Look at Diddy. Look at everybody but, else but, from but, his but, but I, I can't say that because everybody's not path is not the same. Like, everybody's path is just not the same. So I can't look at where Diddy at and look at where Suge at. No, no, but I'm talking about as far as the legacy of the label. The, the like, label, like, the legacy now, can't go nowhere. Like, no, we, no, but I'm saying it don't even exist no more. It, it exists, bro. It's in your heart, bro. Some of your favorite songs are off Death Row Records. Some of your favorite mm-hmm. memories are to Death Row songs. That's what Motown was. That It, it, it wasn't about the actual name because Motown sold and left the D. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, down, Motown yeah. first gold record come from Angster, Michigan, the Marvelettes. You know what I'm mm-hmm. Wait a minute, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Postman. Yeah. That's where we from. We from that city that, that we from that small city that produced them young ladies. But I'm saying like the legacy is in your heart. Like I'm on the West Coast, it's 2018 and they still playing Pac on the radio. Mm-hmm. It ain't go nowhere. Not even that, but like, it, uh, accolades though, as far as like monumental labels, I feel like they should have been up there. Like, they're like, there. How, how are they not there? You can't say bad no, boy without saying death row. But by, by, by <laughs> no, the hip hop community, see what what, I mean by the music community, period. The, what what they had, the roster they had, the impact they had, no. that it, it should have been like legendary, like Hall of Fame, and now it's just like I feel like no. it's Hall of Fame. It is in our hearts, but well, no. What, what he's talking about is the, the potential, because I mean, realistically, Death Row was on on top. What was it, ninety two to ninety seven, ninety eight? So you had a good five six year run. But what he's saying is the potential of what they should have ran with it and left the legacy, the legacy. as, okay, as far as extended. But it was who's still around from that era didn't have great runs that whole time. They had those spurts. Mm-hmm. And Death Row to me was destroyed so they could get Dr. Dre and Dr. Dre could go do other stuff. That's what I feel like. You know what I'm saying? Because the the, the run Death Row had is the reason why we can listen to the radio how we listen to it today. Like, you got to think about mm-hmm. the battles that Snoop and them had to fight mm-hmm. to get singles on the radio mm-hmm. and to, to play in these big venues. So they were sacrificed in a way because mm-hmm. you not about to stop us. The the industry created this narrative of Suge Knight being the big bad wolf so niggas wouldn't gravitate toward them and ride with them. Yeah. That's what it was. So once we get the big bad wolf out the way, because Suge ain't never did nothing to nobody that Jimmy Iovine ain't do or that the, uh, the dudes over at Def Jam didn't do. The thing is, he came in and he brung his homies that's what they didn't like because they wasn't used to seeing that we can't pull certain people from around him because they grew up together mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and that's why I know what you're saying like the legacy should have been bigger but they don't want it to look like that but that's why I said it's in your heart some but, of your best like, memories like, like, <laughs> to me like with, with that type of roster and all those legendary people they had on their roster at one point I feel like they were on the path to being like like if not the greatest record label in music period the potential, not 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 the legacy, really the potential of where they could have took it to like 
I feel like it could have been like up there like at the very very top but but how do you learn you learn from your failures you know what I'm saying and and that's that's what upped it the next time around you know what I mean so mm-hmm. Death Row was big now what about Aftermath and Interscope you know what I mean right, now they right. they on a plateau even higher than what Death Row was you know what I mean people and the same remember. thing with, and, and it started with Ruthless you know right. what I mean and, and Dre learned from Ruthless and got out of that situation yeah. and built and built and so Dre is kind of like the, the main focal point of, of expanding the brand in, yeah. in three different cha- three, two different failures and then and then the ultimate project, you know what I mean, or the, the nah, production. I got, I got of it. a question for y'all. Y'all from the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Who was Dre's first artist on Aftermath? Let me see if y'all know this. Y'all don't know, do y'all? Hold on, hold on, hold on. The, the first artist on Aftermath who was supposed to drop after Been There Done That. Because remember, that was on the compilation and it was set up to to drop our artist. Because you know that's how he do it. The mm-hmm. Chronic, Snoop come out. It wait, was wait, King wait, T, wait. man. Oh no! Yeah, King T. <laughs> yeah. He did have that underground yeah. Tila. Yeah, 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 it was T King and uh, and uh, it was Mr. Grimm. Mr. Grimm with the Indo Smoke dude. He was from the Midwest somewhere. Something happened with him, and he never came around again. Yeah. And uh, what was the other dude? Uh, ah, it was one more dude. Uh, yeah, I didn't know he had him lined up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, I, I thought it was just fire, Mailman. Mailman, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know what happened? I guess they, since Dre was so used to big success, they didn't think that performed well. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Eminem went to Aftermath. You know, whatever story they came up yeah. with to mm-hmm. tell you how they met or whatever. But that's how it went to Aftermath. I don't think that, that Aftermath album was bad. It was just a transition. He was trying to change the sound. His image, yeah. yeah his whole image. Was, he wasn't right. ready for all that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Sometimes I think especially with with people who like used to changing the music it's still all on the people because you just changed it for one thing and now you got us on this you might have changed it a little, a little too, too soon, soon. Yeah. you know you fall in love with a certain sound and you want that over and over and over as yeah. a fan you know what I mean it's like you want to keep them in your own little box like yeah. I still like you but <laughs> I want you to go back to that that made me yeah. fall in love hey, with I think music. I think that's when it come to hip hop that's where the fans like lack they don't let the artists Artist grow. grow like yeah. listen man I have to grow into something else to get to the level of artistry I know that's in me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So people always want uh, this type of song from this artist. Or, yeah. no, let me you like that. Let me let you love this because I'm a grow and you're supposed to grow with me. Mm-hmm. So take, for example, Prince, right? Mm-hmm. Prince got fans that's five years old mm-hmm. because they parents listen to Prince yeah. still in the house or yeah. Michael Jackson, right? Yeah. You can't even introduce your kids to the music now because the artist not go. I mean, the parent not even letting the artist grow to say, "Well, see, look, this was Prince on this album, but then he changed into this, and this is Prince too, and we love all of this about Prince." They not letting the artist grow. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's that's what's holding us back right now because they want you to make the same record. Over, over and, and over, over and over again. Like everybody shitted on J. Cole's last uh, project before this one that just <laughs> dropped because they wanted they wanted Forrest Hills over again. Right. They and want I, him to make the same project back to back. But then they want to grow as people. Like you, it, you, 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 you know feel know like, like shit. Like, I don't do that. You can't no more, grow if you're yeah. doing the same they shit. Can't grow if you're doing the same like shit. Yeah, so you, you know what I mean? Fickle fans, but uh so my favorite 
memory of Ruthless Records, though, is I was young, and I was real young, and my dad had just got out of prison, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when he got out of prison, we gave him that motherfucking Easy e tape, man, that uh, <laughs> that Easy Does It. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. We like, this what we fucking with, yeah, man. And we kids, we some little kids. Yeah, we, we fucking with this now, man. So hey, I would like to say that I introduced that my daddy to yeah. yeah, Easy yeah. Mm-hmm. When he busted out of jail on that, uh, yeah, on see, on that video, it was like, like, so shit, whoa. Easy was rapping about then. You can't say that shit now because yeah. he was, uh, oh, nobody move, get hurt. Yeah. He said, he laid out and get on the floor. He, told, he said, put out her drawers and the bitch had a dick. You can't say that type of uh-huh. shit. You have a whole community of motherfuckers after you if you say that oh, shit. Yeah. You know so what I'm saying? It's about, so about, uh, Talking about having sex with like a thirteen year old yeah, yeah, on, on the, the, the car, in the car, in the car. Talking about scream or something, he don't care at all. Kind of wild shit. Yeah, so, well, yeah, yeah. Rap was wild as shit yeah. back then, man. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't as many rap police well, you think motherfuckers. Think about it, Ram was only about eighteen. 18. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. That's. It's so crazy to think how young they were because they changed the world, man. Like, period. Like when that NWA shit hit, when that uh, fuck the police and when all that came out, the whole world changed. Because you know, like one of their most famous stories. When they got into it at that uh, concert, that's in Detroit, man. Yeah, well, y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's in yeah. Detroit. Like, so that's that's crazy. Like, that shit changed the world because it opened up the eyes of everybody. Like, yo, the police out here beating not just in my hood, <laughs> but so it was a pleasure having y'all, man. We would like to, for y'all to give out y'all social media. You know what I'm saying? Let everybody know when y'all show drop, when they can hear y'all, everything y'all got going on. Hit on with the social media, and then we just go in the show. All right, uh, you can catch me at King OG five seven seven, and uh, basically that's it's the same on Twitter, Instagram. My handle all the way around, and uh, you can catch us on uh, Lisbon, iTunes, Spotify, a little bit of every every uh, platform basically out there for uh, podcasts. Uh, honest conversation about hip hop. We drop at least. Uh, at least we tried it every two weeks, at least one episode, and we just dropped uh, one yesterday. So you can catch up episode 26. Okay, okay. So y'all drop on Mondays uh, when y'all drop, or it's just... We try to drop between Monday and... Uh, really, <laughs> really between Monday and Wednesday, so we don't have, like, you know, everybody's caught up during the weekends. Nobody's sitting yeah. around listening to podcasts on Friday, oh, Saturday, yeah. Sunday. You know what? Up. I never thought about <laughs> that. Because it's, it's usually at work or something. Yeah, everybody yeah. got something to do. So, you know, that Sunday, Monday, Tuesday is a better slot because everybody getting back into the work grind. They commute to work and all that. So right. they kind of land better that way. What about you, bro? All right. Sam Capone, S-I-M-K-A-P-O-N-E. And that's... Uh, Instagram, Facebook, and then I, I try to get Hollywood on Twitter with the real sign one, like like I've been putting this shit like that. But <laughs> that's all my handles, and then uh, you're really the only uh, sign one. Hey, hey, you know what I mean for real. <laughs> but uh, also, I got the, I got the uh, singles. Uh, I got the singles on Lisbon as well. So Lisbon uh, and Spotify, uh, the new singles. Uh, Give me that uh, featuring the cloth. Uh, Riggs and Mav Montana and then also I got uh, The Flow The Flow is also uh, on Lisbon and uh, Spotify Sign Capone S-I-M-K-A-P-O-N-E and you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at T-C-E Pod that's T-C-E Pod if you want to be a part of the show or you like the show or you want to advertise on the show and make sure y'all rate and review on when y'all go on the iTunes man get them ratings up yeah yeah I, I got a question for y'all oh go Since ahead y'all, go y'all, ahead y'all from um, from um the D. No, we from Inkster, but that's oh, 20 Michigan. minutes from the Michigan, D. Okay. Yeah, okay. See how we generalize <laughs> yeah, like the yeah, LA yeah, yeah, yeah. Being from out of town. Yeah. What's y'all favorite MC 
from out of Michigan? My favorite MC out of Michigan. Period. Not not sales. Yeah. Just straight up, just lyrics, bars, straight up, just rapping. My not, favorite not, MC out of Michigan. Esham. Y'all up on Esham? Yeah, Okay, so it's Esham, and then my second favorite is Street Lord Wine. Okay, so I would go Eshawn, Street Lord Wine, and Bodie James. I yeah, oh yeah, 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 Bodie, yeah. Oh, Bodie be spitting that shit. No, was But you said, said my mine. favorite. You said, <laughs> 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 dope, but you know, that, that's you know. Uh, I'm a heavy uh, Slump Village is like yeah. my favorite group ever. Yeah. Like Dilla, Recipes Dilla, like yeah. th- that. They just touch me in a whole different way. So like that, that uh, that whole Michigan wave, you know, uh, Kareem Riggins, you know, Esam, like uh, all that, even um. Uh, even like proof and yeah, and, you know a Roy, lot of them dudes. Royce, yeah, well, you see, know Royce, all of them. You, those are all good MCs, but my favorite yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is Esha yeah. and Street Lord Wine. Yeah, that yeah. underground that yeah, real yeah, yeah, yeah. Off right. Matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm send him. We got a dog ass Esha interview that we did on the podcast. He don't really do interviews or none of that. Mm-hmm. He got some stories for y'all last. Y'all gonna laugh. Mm-hmm. Pop yeah. story, oh, he got a pop story. story. He got a sugar story. So I'm definitely I'm about to send that to you right now. Yeah, all right, yeah. All right. yeah. So you can uh, reach out to us at PRA. At tcohh.org pr at tcohh.org like we say every connection start with an introduction and uh i want for my brother what, what I, I want, want for myself, myself.